0: today's federal newscast, federal employees are getting a pay raise this year. Some details on how it will be dished out. The Homeland Security Department's Inspector General is recommending disciplinary action for a senior DHS official. And with the president diverting $3.5 billion away from military construction projects for a border wall, guess how much the Marine says it needs to fix one of its most important bases? This episode of the Federal Newscast, I'm your host, Eric White. A 1.9% pay raise is official for civilian employees for the rest of the year. It includes a 1.4% across-the-board raise and a 0.5% locality pay adjustment. Some 72,000 federal employees who earn their own locality pay designations this year should see different rates now with a new raise in place. The pay raise applies to political appointees, senior executives, GS-15s who have hit the executive schedule ceiling, and the vice president. A bill to equalize cost of living adjustments for all federal retirees is back on the table in the House. Congressman Jerry Connolly reintroduces legislation which would calculate COLAs for workers in the federal employee retirement system the same way as those in the civil service retirement system. CSRS retirees are set to get a 2.8% cost of living adjustment this year, but current law caps the COLA for FERS retirees at 2% on a given year. Agencies brought on more than 14,000 employees through the use of direct hire authority in fiscal 2017. New data and analysis from the Merit Systems Protection Board shows the use of direct hire authority dropped after it reached an all-time high in 2016 of almost 18,000 employees. MSPB says even with increased use of these authorities, employees hired this way account for less than 10% of the overall hiring by the government. The Air Force is taking steps to get civilians into the service faster. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. The Air Force says it improved how quickly it hires civilians by 12% in 2018. The service attributes the change in part to a non-competition cell, which processes temporary promotions and reassignments. The cell has closed out more than 3,000 cases. The Air Force also started using one-day hiring events where candidates are interviewed, given tentative job offers, and can complete pre-job requirements like fingerprinting online. One day. The Air Force, along with other military branches, is trying to recruit and retain highly skilled civilians. I'm Scott Massioni. Included in the fiscal 2019 spending bill is money to upgrade oversight.gov. Michael Horowitz, chair of the Council of Inspectors General on Integrity and Efficiency, or SIGI, says the $2 million will help the site make even more information about government programs publicly accessible. Plans for the site also include a checklist of outstanding IG recommendations for each agency and setting up a government wide inbox for whistleblower's tips. The Homeland Security Department's Acting Inspector General calls on Secretary Kirsten Nielsen to discipline a senior agency official. Acting IG John Kelly says current Assistant Secretary for Legislative Affairs Christine Chicone has refused to cooperate with a state IG's investigation of employee retaliation when she worked for that agency. House Foreign Affairs Committee Chairman Elliott Engel and Senate Foreign Relations Committee Ranking Member Bob Menendez have also urged Nielsen to punish Chicone for not speaking with state OIG auditors. The Census Bureau says it already has a way around a privacy flaw discovered in the data it collected for the 2010 count. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The weakness has only been tested by internal bureau software teams. That's according to Chief Scientist John Aboud speaking at a conference. But it would allow someone to reconstruct individuals' data by matching census data with public information. Aboud said that for the 2020 count, the Bureau will use a new hashing technology that was unavailable in 2010. I'm Tom Temin. GSA tells us what it derived from hundreds of comments about its e-marketplace initiative, Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. Industry and other stakeholders filled the General Services Administration's mailbox with more than 200 pages of comments about its e-marketplace or commercial platforms initiative. From those comments and from an industry day in December, GSA says five key themes emerged. These include not limiting the proof of concept to just the e-marketplace model, but for them to try out all types of portals, Another theme is for GSA to keep the proof of concept simple by limiting it to the micro-purchase threshold of $10,000. I'm Jason Miller. Senator Tim Kaine is demanding a list of all military projects that will be affected by President Trump's declaration of a national emergency. President Trump announced on Friday $3.5 billion will be redirected from military construction accounts to build a wall on the southern border. Kaine also asked the Defense Department for an assessment of the risk to service members if construction projects are canceled. 31% of DOD facilities are currently in poor or failing condition. And meanwhile, the Marine Corps says it needs about $3.5 billion to rebuild Camp Lejeune after last September's hurricane damage. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. The figure is roughly equal to the amount the Trump administration plans to divert from military construction funds as part of last week's border emergency declaration. General Robert Neller, the commandant of the Marine Corps, tells USNI News he's still hopeful that funds can be allocated for projects at Lejeune. He says many of the base's buildings will need to be replaced because of flooding. That work will take several years, but Neller says the Marine are ready to spend $1.4 billion this year if money becomes available. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.